This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney. 1057 the fan. I believe he'll step up and, and do what he's supposed to do, you know, because he showed a glimpse of it. Um, he always, you know, somewhere open um, as I'm watching film and stuff like that. So I feel like he'll, he'll step up and do the right thing. You got to go off script sometimes. I'd say that was my number one guy when I go off script. Me and him going to have a connection somehow, some way. That's about it, though. You know, we were going to be missing that. And just Mark, just Mark being him. I, I believe so. I was watching film together. Um, and us talking about it in practice and actually transition over to the game with me and OB. Um, small things like that, stepping in, small steps in the right direction. Not really. You know, it's still a lot of season left to play. It don't really mean anything to me right now. It's Lamar Jackson. That was yesterday meeting with the media as the Ravens get ready for the L.A. Chargers on Monday night football. And Lamar was asked about being the number one seed as of uh November the, uh, what's say 21st yesterday, now it's the 22nd. And you heard him say it doesn't mean anything. Two years ago, right, Nolan, we were talking about it. Two years ago, they were the number one seed mm-hmm. after uh, 10, 11 games. Didn't even make the playoffs. And now here they are in that same situation. Keep in mind, Kansas City's played one less game than Baltimore has. The Ravens haven't hit their bye yet. But number one seed is great. You've built up some equity, but still have business, business left to uh, finish here before it's all said and done. Yeah, and the most important thing, Bob, is Lamar staying healthy. And, I mean, he's doing everything he can. The way he runs the ball now, you know, if you watch film, uh, if you'd have, it would been interesting to go back to 2019. Lamar, here's you in 2019. Here's you running, you know, in 2023. You know, the difference. I mean, he's running smarter. He's running to t- help his teammates basically stay alive for the rest of the season and not, you know, trying to run into piles and get an extra two yards. No, he ru- he runs, Bob. He's 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 become Marquise Brown. Turf monster gets him. Yeah, which I got no problem with because if he's not there, they don't win. Look at the Cincy, Cleveland, all the Jets, everybody else. So he's getting, you know, he gets eight instead of maybe getting 11. So what? You're still putting them in an ideal situation no in regards to uh, the down-a-distance uh, scenarios there. Also, we heard Lamar talking about chemistry building with Odell Beckham Jr. and Zay Flowers down the stretch with Mark Andrews out for the year, probably. And I know John Harbaugh gave the glimmer of hope a couple of days ago. I don't want to say it's unrealistic, but long shot to say the least. Gaining the chemistry, and it looks like, and as you said earlier in the week, Vinny, that with Andrews out doesn't necessarily mean that likely your Kohler are going to pick up their targets. Nope. It could be more of a spread the wealth amongst the wide receiver room. Here. Well, what I'm hoping happens, Bob, is that because early on he had a great chemistry with Flowers. 
you know, kind of before Andrews was 100%. And then now it's kind of, and then it was Andrews, and now it, it, lately it's kind of shifted to Odell, you know. And then with Flowers and Bateman, I want Bateman to get a chance, Bob, to use his yak ability. Because, I mean, in the past, he's been great at it. Last year, he was really good at the yak. And the Chargers are not good tacklers, and they bust a lot in the secondary. So the wide receivers may have a chance to make a lot of plays. Also heard Lamar Jackson talking about the toughest thing to adjust without Mark Andrews. Well, he said it's Mark Andrews. He's our red zone threat. He's the guy we've been copacetic with. They came in the same draft class. They've been pro bowlers, all pros together. Now you have to uh, improvise and adapt without your number one security blanket and red zone target there. And I I think what will happen in the red zone – if I had to use a tight end, Bob, it, to me it would be Kohler over over likely just because Kohler's, what, 6'7", and he's got extremely long. So he's a humongous target. Is he going to separate from people? No. But he's going to be a space eater if that's what you're looking for. Otherwise, you know, I'm using Bateman and Andrews. I'm, I'm using Bateman, Beckham, Flowers. And Aguilar's been, you know, kind of a gotten – couple of touchdowns. So, I mean, I, I would use those people or um, use my backs. And then finally, as we start with the first clip of our opening here on this Woman Crush Wednesday, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Bob, Eddie, it's Rado, Nolan McGraw on the other side of the glass. Lamar talking about how much Likely's role will grow with that Andrews. Well, how many targets last week against the Bengals? Thinking it's a zero, maybe? Who, Likely? Yeah. No, remember he dropped that ball? He had about three targets. And then Mike Preston wrote today in the Baltimore Sun that reason that likely playing times tends to degree, decrease is uh, maybe the blocking oh, yeah, isn't yeah. what they want it to be. And busted plays there hurt his opportunities. Yeah, because, me- Bob, remember when Lamar scrambled and he dropped that ball on the sidelines? Right. And then... Um, oh, right, 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 right. You know, so he, he had a couple targets, but it just doesn't feel like... Because what happened on that one, because I just watched the film, Lamar was kind of coming scrambling, so likely thought, Bob, that he was going to run. So he turns to go block, and then he turned back, and then, then, boom, the ball was right there. So, I mean, that was kind of a tough deal because he was kind of caught, you know. But he in, even in college, Bob, he couldn't block on the line of scrimmage. He could block in space. Can't, DBs. Big people, nope, can't block. But he's got – the physical attributes to uh, stretch the field, make big plays, get some yak, but uh, other things within his game, I guess, Vinny, have uh, prevented him. And and there are a lot more people, it seems, in the food chain than likely this year, given the acquisitions at veteran receiver. Mm-hmm. But if he can't step up now, what does that mean? Does he need to step up, I guess, is the question. Oh, absolutely. Because they're going to need somebody to in that position. Because they're going to have a tight end on the field, you know, at times. But um, Bob, they put Kohler in there as the blocker. I mean, he he's not a blocker either. But I mean, he looks he's six seven, you know, two sixty or whatever he is. But he's a shield guy. He's not a knock you off the ball guy at all. He doesn't have that kind of. He doesn't play strong. So he caught the ball nice last week. Caught the ball turned up, made a nice play. I mean, those are the kinds of things that he can do. But I'd I'd rather be. Uh, the difference is we saw. Odell catch it, 
we saw Flowers. And you saw the plays that they made after the catch. And like Andrews, he got hurt on a yak play. He made the first guy miss. Right. So that the thing that he he can do likely's not a likely's a yak guy because he's so strong in the lower body that he breaks tackles where the other guys make people miss. It's Vinny and Haiti, 1057, the fan woman crush Wednesday. You want to join us, you can. 410-583-1057 is the number. Ravens, Monday night football taking on the L.A. Chargers. Ravens, three-and-a-half-point favorites in this matchup against the team. Sunday night football, I should say, against L.A. Chargers. They're a team that's four and six. We did their film study yesterday. They're a frustrating team, I guess, if you're a Chargers fan. Because they have a big payroll, a lot of studs on their team. If you look at their roster, you think they should be in first place or at least challenging the Chiefs for supremacy. But here we go into this game against the Ravens. They're in last place in their division. Bob, you got a defensive head coach. You got one of the highest priced defenses. And you're ranked 31st total defense and 32nd against the pass. And average per completion, you're last, 8.1. And your head coach, and you lead, you're 28th in penalties. So they have a ton of penalties too on defense, and they bust a ton of coverages on defense. And and that's your head coach. That's his specialty. So Brandon Staley took offense if you uh, missed it, everybody last week against Green Bay about the defensive play calling and adjustments that were or maybe not made. And he said it wasn't about the defense, basically threw the offense on the bus, dropped passes, inability to convert in the red zone. Well, they, and he's going to continue to call the plays as he stressed right. multiple times. And they didn't tackle anybody in the secondary. And they bust a ton of coverages. Asante Samuel Jr. doesn't – he can cover, but he don't want to tackle. But it's still an interesting game, and the Ravens can – were the, right now the number one seed in the AFC. Yep. Last game before the bye, they get to nine and three, improves their conference record. Then you come back, and I guess one of the nerd stats says, I'm not smart enough to figure it out. The Ravens' schedule starting this week against the Chargers is the toughest or one of the toughest in the NFL down the stretch. Bob, I, I got my gut tells me that the Ravens are going to play great Sunday night. I mean, it's going to be low 70s, the weather's going to be beautiful. Um, Great atmosphere. Going to be I I was talking to my buddy Tom who texted me who said he's going to the game. They got 20 people going, Bob. Mm -hmm. And he said there's going to be like 20,000 Ravens fans there. So there's going to be a lot of people out there from the Ravens. So I I think the Ravens are going to play. I I think they're going to play good. And I just, Bob, I'm kind of like you. I want to see the injury report. Um, Beckham ain't practicing today if, if I'm a betting man. I just want to see if he's practicing on Friday. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Your prediction for the game on uh, Sunday night. Feel free to get in at 410-583-1057. This is our last show before the Thanksgiving holiday. So come on in. We'll do our picks. We got film breakdown. We got keys to the game. We're going to talk about some stats. We got you covered with the Ravens and Chargers. Terps last night, after not being able to make a three, well, they didn't shoot all that great, but they blew out UMBC, forced a ton of turnovers, made the retrievers pay off of that end. We'll get into that. You got the new, the college football playoff rankings came out last yep. night. And as I thought... Yes. And we brought it up with Jerry Palm. I think Florida State got hosed. No, they were gonna. talking out more about what Washington did than what Florida State didn't do. But if they four, lost their quarterback. If the quarterback doesn't get hurt, they're still four. Right. 
And I agree with you 100%. And even if they win out, and Washington does too, Florida State's on the outside looking in. When you get into that, Kyle Gibson, he's moving on from Baltimore. A memorable one year with the Orioles. We'll talk about that. Goes closer to home with St. Louis and the Cardinals. Anything you want to get into, it's Woman Crush Wednesday. We're busy here on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. It means something, but, you know, we still got some more weeks to go. And if it says like that at the end of the season, then, you know, we can celebrate. But there's still some work to do. Adape Owe doing a lot of celebrating lately. Four sacks in his last five games. Question was, as you heard from Lamar, about being the number one seed right now in the AFC. It's great. Hopefully they can maintain it. A lot of football left to be played. They do have an advantage because they played more than all the other teams for the most part because the Ravens haven't hit, haven't hit their bye yet. They got the Chargers, then it's a bye week. Then they come back, I believe it's for the Rams. So yeah, they built an advantage. Can they maintain it? That's the question. And you've already injuries of, look at the Burrow gone, Watson gone, Andrews now gone for Baltimore. Injuries are going to play a factor here, Benny. I'm believing at some point, unfortunate. Uh, no question about it. And down the stretch, you know, that's when you, you got to stay healthy to make that run. Bob, if they end up tied with Kansas City, who wins the tiebreaker? Let's see. Uh, pulled up the standings right now, as a matter of fact. I think it's still to be determined. Ravens are 5-3 and three in the conference. Casey's 5-1. and one. Ravens are number one seed because they played one more game. They got a half-game advantage. So that is all to be determined. Yeah. yeah. So the Ravens can't lose to any AFC teams. No. And they can't lose to a team you're favored to beat again. Ravens have been favored in every game this year, if I'm not mistaken. So how many games won't they be favored in the rest? Maybe San Francisco. I would say that. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think they'll be favored at Jacksonville if they beat the Chargers and the Rams. We'll see. Well, yeah, especially because 
Jacksonville, like, I mean, San Fran pummeled them at home. Wasn't even a game. No. So, yeah, I think I think you're right, Bob. I think they will be favored, especially, I mean, Bob, and, I'm picking Houston to beat uh, Jacksonville this weekend. Yeah, Jacksonville, by the way, is two-point favorites at that game. We'll do our picks later on the show. But you have uh, Chargers, Ravens favorite. They'll be favored, I guess, <laughs> at home against the Rams. Coming off the oh, bye, yeah. they'll be favored at Jacksonville. They'll be underdogs, but slight ones, maybe three against the 49ers on Christmas night. Come back home, favorite against Miami, I'm guessing. No, it oh, all yeah, depends yeah, yeah. on oh, how no things doubt. go. Oh, yeah, they'll be favored against Miami. And then they host Pittsburgh. And they'll be favored. Yeah. They're going to. They except, could be favored by seven or more against Pittsburgh. So against every team but the 49ers, Ravens are favored. And that may be the only one they lose. Now I just have to handle right. your business. 410-583-1057 is the number of your predictions, your thoughts, your concerns for this Chargers game. They have a premier quarterback. And when you have a premier quarterback, he can make plays. Yep. He can put you on his shoulders and carry you to victory. They have some other issues. However, go to Baltimore. It's Rashawn. Rashawn, what's up? Hey, good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Good, doing man. All right. Hey. Well, hey, listen, real quick, man. I call Friday. I'm going to apologize. I gave the Steelers fans a little hope when I said, oh, the Steelers, they got an easy schedule. And that game, that last game of the season is going to be for the division. And then what they do uh, Sunday, man, they lost to a backup quarterback in the Browns, man. So I think the Steelers are done. You know, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. So <laughs> apologize, Steelers fans. Boy, that's, one, a, a, that's one extreme to the yeah, other, Sean, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, but with this uh, Ravens game this week, I'm a little nervous. I mean, you know, it's a road game. They got to travel to the West Coast and everything. And I know they're going. My stomach's going to be full eating all that Thanksgiving dinner. And you got Odell. You know, he's from out there. So I hope they stay focused. You know, he probably want to go out shopping, Rodeo Drive, and all that stuff. You know how Odell, how Odell is, and probably have them all with him and everything. So I hope they stay focused, man. And um, don't get too carried away. And uh, I, I'm I'm thinking, man, even before uh, Andrews, you know we. Got enough weapons on the offense for the mall to spread yeah. this ball around. I, I think, I think, Rashawn, the thing you got to be scared about is, like Bob said, Herbert's the real deal. Yeah. That's, oh, the, that's the deal, only thing so? that's scary. Oh, he's okay. I don't know if he's the real deal. Oh, yeah, he's, he's good. He's okay, man. Watch, watch, no, watch the film. I, I Like, yeah. I watched uh, the last, and he can run. He can mm-hmm. run, too. Yeah, he so can. He can. He, he can. Yeah, he's. he's and, um, one more thing too, right? You know that Eagles and uh, uh, Chiefs game the other night. You know I was a little. I didn't know who to root for because on one hand, of course, I wanted the Ravens to get the number one seed, and um, but I still wanted the Eagles to lose. You know the Cowboys can catch them, but it don't like that's going to happen. The Cowboys might just settle for a wild card, but that's not really a bad thing because we can get that fifth seed. I think we got an easy pass to the Super Bowl, man. You know because that fifth seed is going to play that full seed, which is the NFC South, right? Yep. Like, so we're going to play with the Saints for the Buccaneers. You know, so that's. Damn near guarantee win. And um and there's one to you know for there, you know. So but I don't think that's a bad thing. Well if it gets that fifth seed in uh NFC though. So. All right, Rashawn. Hey, happy Thanksgiving to you and the family, man. All right, same to y'all. You got it, Rashawn, everybody there. In Baltimore, feeling good about the Ravens. Uh, maybe uh gave the Steelers a little more a little more credit than they deserve. But it, it, it is what it is. We all get caught up in the hype from time to time. Let's go to Kai in Reisterstown. Kai, what's going on, man? Happy Thanksgiving to you and the family. Happy holidays, fellas. What's up, Rashawn? Hey, look, man. Hey, Vinny, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I picked the Ravens at the beginning of the season to be 12-5. and five. This was one of the games, 
in the loss column, in my opinion, and I hate to say this on a beautiful old uh, um, turkey day, but I'm just looking at Herbert, the guys traveling, and they have weapons, Vinny. They got guys that can get upfield, and they have a quarterback who can run the ball. So I'm looking at our defense like, okay, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, he, you know, he'll lose season, but he's still a big-time player for them. And they got that big tight end, and they got uh, they just got a few guys that I think that can uh, that's going to raise up. Let me up ask you, why why do you think it's so tough going east to west? It's much harder going west to east because they're playing a when they go out there, they're they're on their game days, their routine. It's a one o'clock well, game, you know, for them. I'm feeling it, and I like what Rashad said about the the, the, the L.A. the vibes. I know it's good weather. It's just something about that team, Benny. I think we're going to have to take it to him offensively, man. Oh, uh, yeah, and he's going to have time to throw it. Fast. I think yeah, they're going to score fast. 28 to 30 points. Okay. That, yeah, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, in my opinion. I just don't want our coaching staff, Benny, to to choke up, man, and, and, and take their foot off the throttle when they, when they, you know, when they got something good going on, man. Step on them. If you got something good going on in the first quarter, second quarter, start fast, step on them. And defensive line, in my opinion, you're going to have to have a spot for this guy, man, because that quarterback can move the chains. And that's what it's all about, moving the chains. So hopefully uh, hopefully we get the W, man. But I did, I'm going to be honest with you, I did have us uh, one. This was in the lost column, in my opinion. I hope I'm wrong because I never pick against my Ravens. But, I, you know, I had, to, I had this is what I've seen. And also, Eckler, man, who would what, what linebacker? I mean, if you blitz Queen and leave one-on-one Roquan, as much as Roquan, I love Roquan, sideline to sideline, he can't guard Eckler in space like that, man. So they're going to they have to have some type of game plan, Vinny. So let, let me know what y'all think. I'm, I'm going to listen. All right, Kai, thanks for the call. There's Kai in Reisterstown, but Eckler doesn't seem to have the burst. Eckler's averaging 3.9 running, Bob, and he's caught um, – 24 receptions. He does have 281 yak yards, so he's got a bunch of yak yards. But like you said, he doesn't have that burst and explosiveness. There's a reason why they didn't want to pay him. And I don't, And after watching him on film, I don't blame him. I, he doesn't have a lot left. Yeah, he's had a few injuries over the course of his career, and the workload's been pretty heavy for him. But Austin Eckler, let's not dismiss him as a guy that couldn't beat the Ravens. Coming up on Sunday night, it's Vinny at 80, 1057. The fan will come back. We'll break down the Ravens' offense on film. The victory against the Cincinnati Bengals minus Mark Andrews. How did uh, Greg, uh, Greg Roman, how did uh, Todd Munkin improvise and adapt without one of his top weapons? And Lamar was a limping around a little bit there too yep. as he uh, got Logan Wilson over on the sidelines. Kevin Ostriker, USA Today, the Ravens Wire joins us at 11 o'clock. Whip around coming up at 11.15. What happened in the world of sports last night? A ton. And then we have keys to the victory. Ravens trying to get to 9-3 on the year right now. The number one seed in the AFC. Trying to st- T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Stay that way. Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Who's your connection? You sound like a cop to me. Who's your connection? Enter Vinny's film room on 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. It's a pre-Thanksgiving show. Ravens coming off a 34-20 win over the Cincinnati Bengals. So 34 is a big fancy number. Let's talk about how they did offensively. Minus Mark Andrews. For the vast majority of the game. All right, let's let's talk about uh, O line first. I, I thought that the beginning of the game, when they were struggling, run it, running it. Lindenbaum was struggling with ninety. The big nose tackle, he he was struggling with him, and he he was having a hard time blocking him. And Simpson was having a hard time. So that was kind of some of the issues early on. And then, as the game wore on. They started to knock people off the ball. I tell you what, what they did to start the second half, which was kind of impressive, um, you know, because Gus Bus had the long run, and then so did um, Keaton Mitchell. What they did was they ran like a stretch play left, but and then they had a cut back right. And, and the th- thing, the thing that was pretty cool was the defensive end ninety nine. He's res- he's the last man because everybody is moving to their right. And then Gus is on the left, and then he cuts it all the way back to the right. And then 99 is there, but he's got to account for Lamar. So he has to step up towards Lamar, and that gives him the crease. And the same thing with Mitchell. So that's the influence, you know, that a Lamar has to a defense. He's blocking that guy and not even touching him, which was was pretty pretty nice. And, and I thought they came off the ball much better in the second half. They were moving people, and, and then once they got ahead, you, then they they kind of become like road graders, and and then their D line got tired, and then Lindenbaum was he played good in the second half, and Simpson played much better in the second half. Now Andrews, before he got hurt, he was he was playing good. I mean, he caught the first ball. It was a nice play call. He was wide open. And the thing they'll miss at the tight end is his, his yak yards because he's really good after the catch, Andrews is. Um, so that'll be missed. His blocking, nah, he's not really a blocker. Likely he's not a blocker. Likely dropped one ball. Kolar made a nice catch. The thing about Kolar had a tackle on special teams. Um, Justice Hill had a tackle on special teams. Likely had a tackle on special teams. So that that's pretty impressive that... Those guys, you know, so they're contributing, uh, which is a big thing. Now, the wide receivers, I thought the receivers, I thought Odell, that's the best best I've seen him look. I, 
I it might even be better than how he was in the Super Bowl and stuff for the Rams because he looked fast and explosive. He had make you miss ability. The routes that he ran, I mean, he ran sharp routes, and even on that first play of the game, the deep route, he had a guy beat. Sure. So I mean, he was showing deep speed where he was getting past people, which he hadn't been before. He couldn't run by anybody before, so he was he was extremely impressive. And then Bateman. On his touchdown catch, he was running out, an out cut, and then he saw Lamar scramble, and then he cut back inside, and then Lamar hit him, which was which was really nice. Um, and then Flowers. Flowers is just – I think he in the slot, he can be awesome just because he can change direction so quick, and it's hard to cover him. I mean, just like on that route that he caught and ran up, the DB could not cover him. You know, so they're, they're scary. They're, I mean, they got three guys that are really, really good yak people. So that, that I think, they can, they can really, if, if those guys can get like seven targets a piece or something, I think it, it could really be fun. And then Lamar, thought Lamar made some good decisions, some bad decisions. You know, on uh, one run that he handed it to Mitchell and Mitchell lost. I mean, if Lamar c- keeps it, you know, he makes yards. And then we were talking earlier, Lamar now, when he runs, as soon as a, a different color jersey comes, he goes down, which I got no problem with. Yeah, the one where he kind of tripped over the turf or whatever. Yeah, but Mitchell others, slipped. And, but others, he was just. Oh, yeah, nose yeah. diving, which I got no problems with. And deep ball, threw the nice deep ball to, to Bateman. The one to Beckham could have been touched on first play of the game. I mean, just, I mean, it's so close. I mean, it's. Let me just say, Bob, before he was throwing them out of bounds and everything, now they're getting closer. <laughs> but um, like some, hope. some of his um, decision-making, like sometimes when I'm watching and he's in the pocket and he's not pressured, but it just seems like in his head it's like, oh, it's time to go. But he doesn't need to go. He can just stay there because you got room. But uh, other than I, – I thought he – Threw the ball pretty good. I thought he made pretty good des- decisions. Left some guys open that I th- I think uh, he could have thrown to. Sometimes he predetermines what he's going to do. There was one, that, another one he threw to Likely on kind of a s- deeper slant. Um, it looked like he was going him all the way because Odell runs this beautiful corner route. And he's got this guy by four yards. I mean, he never even looked. I mean, he was just, he looks like right but he knew he was that's where he was going no matter what and then the running backs bob i thought you know they struggled early on but then when they got it when they get a chance when they get a crease when they get a little hole they make something out of it and i tell you that that keaton mitchell bob i mean he's the the thing that he's got is i think people don't realize especially defense how fast he is especially through the hole he's so quick explosive to the hole that they're like reaching and grabbing for him and that little quick screen that I could see I could see that a few times because you get him in in space out there and especially if the corner's off and he's got a little I think he ended up getting like 15 yards or something is he a liability though in pass pro is pass he's small yeah Justice Hill's the best in pass pro but what they did Bob they put him out wide um, you know, okay, if you're going to blitz him, I'll just throw it out to him. Right. You know, that's how you kind of use him in pass pro. But they did blitz Lamar a lot. And that was, that was 
on a blitz where they threw it out to him. And then another one, I think they hit flowers on a quick one. You know, so Lamar's getting better at that. The only the only question I would say with, with Lamar is some a lot of times you don't need the lead. One time, Bob, he's in the pocket and he's got all kinds of time. And Flowers is right over, like, 12 yards in front of him. You know, I and I looked at the, you know, the tight copy. I mean, there's nobody in front of him because he's just standing there. And then and then he wants to bolt to the right. And then he bolts right to the lineman because they're pushing, you know, they're pushing him out. So, and then he ends up scrambling. So, um, and th- this week he's going to have time to throw again. I said last week, Cincinnati, he was going to have time to throw. And he did. And I think he's going to have time to throw again. This week, and the weather's going to be great. So uh, I'm expecting Lamar to look good. So offensively, Bob, I thought they got better. I mean, their first drives are like killers. You know, I mean, but then this time they came out of the gate in the third quarter. I thought, you know, they changed some things up. I thought Todd was on attack calling plays. I thought he was pretty aggressive. You know, I mean, you come out, well, Andrews caught the first one, then they go deep. So they were p- pretty much on attack with the Bengals. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. That's the offensive film breakdown, winning against the Bengals. We'll get to the defense. Later on in the program, we'll come back, take your phone calls at 410-583-1057. This is our Friday because we're off for the uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Ravens 8-3, and 4-1 and one on the road. First in the AFC North, number one seed right now in the American Football Conference. Chargers 4-6, 2-3 and, six, two and three at home. They're last place in the AFC West. Ravens a three-and-a-half point favorite. You have a problem with that. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, Campania? Haney, post up in the bleachers. You're all garbage! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. Obviously, he can put the ball anywhere he wants. He's act, extremely accurate. He can throw the ball extremely hard. He can move around. He can do whatever. He can read coverages. So he's really like an all-around quarterback. Patrick Queen, Ravens linebacker, talking about the Chargers offense, and in particular, Justin Herbert, highly paid QB for the L.A. Ball Club. 66.2 completion percentage. We'll get into a more detailed stat breakdown later in the show. 2,600-plus yards. 19 touchdowns, five picks, been sacked 22 uh, times. Quarterback rating, 99 and a half of innings you talked about yesterday. A little more nimble in the pocket than maybe we would suspect here. Oh, yeah, he can move. He can move. He's he's tall, long-legged guy that's – he can run. And if they – if if the Ravens um, don't protect the middle of the field like Deshaun Watson ran against them, he'll do this – he'll pull it down and run right away again. But I think that uh, because of that, and they've seen the film, that they'll they'll have a plan in place for him. He likes to run a lot on third down, Bob. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7, the Fan Woman Crush Wednesday. You want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Kevin Allstriker, USA Today, the Ravens Wire, joining us. Top of the hour, whip around left 15, tons going on in the world sports, which we'll get to in the Vinny's Keys, the victory coming up at 11.30, but... Looking at the Chargers at four and six, you saw them on film, couple of games. Mm-hmm. Why are they four and six? Why? I know injuries have been an issue here, but this is a team based. You have a franchise quarterback, stud receiver, playmaking running back, highly paid dudes on the uh, defensive side of the ball. Why are they in last place in their division? They lose a lot of close games, and I think 
The reason is, Bob, I mean, when your defense is ranked 31st, you're 32nd against the pass, and you're one of the most penalized defenses in the league. Those don't correlate good with fourth-quarter performances. So that's that's their biggest problem is the defense. And they have blown coverages. They don't tackle well in the back end. I mean, they, they give up too many chunk plays. That's the problem. I mean, they're averaging. Bob, they're almost giving up 300 yards a game passing. 300. So if you're Todd Munkin and you have a premier running game, but you recognize their shortcomings, and they're going to be minus Joey Bosa, by the way, this yep. week. Do you improvise and adapt with your game plan? Do you maybe come out real aggressive, try to drop the hammer early, or do you try to impose your will with the run game? How would you think that on Sunday night, national TV, of yep. course, Todd Munkin's going to approach this thing? I, play I, I think, Bob, because they have a lot of busted coverages, so – all right, what does that tell me that maybe their guys aren't that smart? They don't recognize stuff. I'm going to have a lot of shifting and move and uh, motions and stuff. So they got to make calls. They got to adjust. And I'm then I'm going to see if they can. Um, but Bob, if they can, if they can line up and run the ball, uh, that's going to just make the passing game that much better. So I'm, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, but I'm going to do a lot of shifting and moving. And I got to get. I've, I've got to find a way to get my guys in space but the thing is those receivers because they're going to play a lot of man coverage and stuff they got to win one-on-one create some separation because most times when you see Lamar holding that ball he's waiting for somebody to get open and when when I watch the film sometimes guys aren't open so they they gotta they've got to get open Speedy and Haney, 105.7 The Fan Woman Crush Wednesday. Let's bring on Nolan McGraw in. It is a uh, Thanksgiving Wednesday for us. That means we're gone for the weekend. I'll actually be gone all next week. We will be together for Baltimore Game Day Uncensored at the Green Turtle in Arundel Mills on Sunday night, getting you ready for this game against the Chargers. But Nolan, what do you think about this matchup? I mean, we have varying degrees of concern. I was worried about Detroit. Maybe not. So, well, actually, I was more worried about Seattle than I was Detroit. I thought Cleveland was, yeah, whatever. And then we wound up losing the game. We, I mean, the Ravens did. Yeah. I don't know what to think of this game with the Chargers. What do you think? It's interesting. It's really like when you're facing them. Like, let's say they face the Chargers week two. There's still so much hope for them in the season. Things are still bright. But they're a team in disarray right now. I mean, we talked about it all week. Brandon Staley, you know, Vinny's not a fan. and No. Uh, Never hasn't been. been. Never talking about, but you know, they're, me and Rex Ryan. Yeah, they blame Lombardi for that. One. I guess that's the point. It's not just Vinny. There is rumblings from other people out there that hey, is this guy's job actually that safe? So when you factor in that, I mean, that adds a whole other element to the matchup. And quite frankly, I don't know if he's got full control of that team that they're gonna rally around their guy and go out there and and win one for him. Let me throw this scenario out there. Ravens have had a hard time closing the deal in the fourth quarter. They're always around in the fourth quarter. So something's going to have to give here, I would assume. That said, I have much more confidence in the Ravens finishing things than the Chargers winning things in the end. Because I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a close game. We'll get to our picks later. Vinny, you're leaning more towards a hammer time, puffy pants scenario. Um, I'm leaning more towards like a 10 pointer something sure. you know something more like like that but um 
I mean, Bob, the, the ones that have struggled in the fourth quarter has been the Ravens offense, but then their defense struggles in the fourth quarter. So um, if, if, they, if they make it a shootout game and Herbert's winging it and Allen's catching balls and um, Eckler's making plays, then it could be a 35-33 type game because that means both defenses aren't playing that good. But, but, but the Ravens' pass rush, I think, is a lot better than the Chargers. Now that Bosa's out, takes six sacks away from them, and all of a sudden, you know, they're they're the fifth-ranked pass rush defense, take away six, and all of a sudden they're probably the 20th pass rush defense. Vinny and Haney, 105. Khalil Max done most of his damage in, what, three games? Three games. Now, 11 sacks is 11 sacks. So it's not 10 this sacks game. in three games, all against um, Norm at left tackle. Come on, Norm. Rise to the occasion. It's Monday night or Sunday night football for crying out loud. Video at 81057. The Peg Kevin Ostriker, USA Today. Ravens Wire. Preview the game with him coming up next. Got the whip around left 15. So much going on. I mean, Feast Week in college basketball is stuffing you with incredible games, including two more today. We'll get to Maryland. They blow out UMBC. We'll get into all of that and more. Kyle Gibson. It was a memorable year. I mean, was he Jim Palmer? No. But was he a big clubhouse influence? Absolutely. He's going to St. Louis. How do the Orioles replace him? Talk about that. Got Vinny's Keys coming up. 1130 Funhouse, 1145. News from the Nets coming up at noon. Going to hear from Lamar Jackson, John Harbaugh, Dafe Owe, Patrick Queen, and others here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.